Welcome back, um, 901 Let's Pray. Um, we're glad you're here today. I'm Stephanie Powell. And I'm Pearl Holland. <laughs> and it is, um, it's great to be here. It's great to be back with you, yes. Pearl. And um, we still have much to pray about. Um, yes. Much to pray over in the world today. Um, but today, you know, I think last time we talked about Moses, right? Yes. <laughs> Good old Moses. Moses. Moments. Mm-hmm. We're still having Moses moments. Um, so we just want to kind of continue um, as we look back on Moses' life. We can learn a lot um, from Moses' life, um, yes. from Moses' moments, and kind of stop in and taking a deep breath and pausing and really being in the presence of God. And, but I think there is um, definitely um, another great lesson to learn looking at the life of Moses and mm-hmm. many of them, but just to highlight yes. an additional one today was just the idea of passing the torch. Yeah. And having someone like having someone that you carry, um, that you're in a relationship to, like, carry that torch on. Um, And so, why don't you read um, the scripture, if you don't mind, from, like, Joshua. Yeah, from Joshua. Yeah. So, we we see in Joshua 11, 15, where God, it says, just as God commanded his servant Moses, so Moses commanded Joshua, and Joshua did it. He didn't leave incomplete one thing that God had commanded Moses. I really love that because one Moses and Joshua they had a relationship that was tight enough that Moses jo- Joshua had confidence in Moses hearing from God. You know Moses had lived in a way he could see that. I, I don't know. It just is a neat. It's a neat. It's neat how it's worded. Like I would love right. to know more. Why is it worded exactly like that? But um, I don't know. It's really a good thing in that Moses. He didn't. Um, I mean, I'm not in his psyche, but you know, it could have been easy to feel threatened by him knowing Joshua's gonna take it on. You know that he was the new person. The way things move forward. But he didn't, um, he obviously carried himself in a way that didn't, he didn't act threatened. He didn't belittle Joshua. He didn't do anything that would make Joshua feel like he couldn't trust him, that he was setting him up to fail. And I think that's really great that he, Moses saw Joshua as an opportunity to, to take it further than he could have. And God was still in it, needing to move things further. So that just that there is sure. and good. I think um, in, in thinking along these lines, it's, you know, kind of reminded me. And I there's so many statistics out there. So people can look up statistics. But it's very common to, and as, you know, time goes on, you you see a lot of people maybe who are even raised in church or, or mm-hmm. leaving the church uh, yeah. or, you know, maybe places that used to be saturated with the gospel, maybe now less people even know who've even heard anything about the Bible or who Christ is or anything like that. And so I just 
think now more than ever, like the importance of really pouring into um, someone or other people's lives, the, the next generation or someone behind you that can really, mm-hmm. like you said, like Moses did for Joshua to, to pass the torch. Um, yeah. And I think too, sometimes we're thinking that it has to be some, well, you know, that it's got to be somebody younger than you, maybe biologically, or there has to be some great um, epiphany moment that God has spoken to you. But I think sometimes God is just putting people in our lives that maybe um, not as far along as we are in the faith to to build them up, to encourage them to speak truth into their life and to just for them to see us model how how we look to God for our source of things, you know, how we live our life, just living life together. I think that's an easy way to pass that torch, just in decisions that we make and how we you know, if you're a parent, how you parent, if you, you know, in the workplace with how do you respond to different things that are happening um, that makes you different and shows that God set you apart. It doesn't have to be the, the grand burning bush kind of thing or a no. grand ceremony, <laughs> but like you said, that yeah. every day, every day nuts and bolts of just living in the trenches kind of, um, of life kind of thing, yes. for sure. And you know something else that really, um, I, I, I just feel really like that it's important that we really take time of praying um, of who God has brought into our lives that we can invest yeah. more in and pour into. But because there's people that God has brought across our path that our paths cross, even when we're social distance or we're, we're stuck in our <laughs> homes, there's still people that we're Zooming with or, you know, that that. You, that yeah. God has brought into your life that um, and it's not by coincidence but it's for a reason yeah. so um, you know, I really want to take time to, to pray about those things and really want to challenge anyone listening um, as you go into 2021 just to really consider like who are you pouring into or who has God brought into your path or like how can you encourage and spur that brother or sister on um, yeah um, and this, I don't know why this came to my mind because it sounds silly, but when you said about, you know, in the social distance time, I thought, I I don't do like delivery service stuff, um, but I know uh, when you hear people talk about it, they talk about like, oh, their favorite Uber person or their favorite Uber Eats driver or their favorite, um, whatever it is, you know, they, they find people that they like and like, so they try to pick them like how great to see God using like your your kindness the way that you're drawn to them as a way for you to also pour into their life and how can God use you to speak to something that obviously you're not going to have like a deep relationship with with them but how can they see you um, show God's love how how can God work for you in that time I don't know that just makes me laugh that that was a visual I got when you said that um for sure that's our There's season. another scripture <laughs> uh, yes this is the season that that the, that the world is in um but what about Titus 2 um 
I know that's Titus a good one. Two. It's kind of long, but I'll read it. Yeah. Okay. Not the whole. I won't read the I whole chapter. But... Okay. <laughs> but um, in Titus two, starting in verse two, it talks about older men to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Oh, steadfastness. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They're to teach what is good and to train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works and in your teaching, show dignity and integrity. I, you know, I think about there have been pe- people that have come into my life along the way, along the journey, mm-hmm. too. And so, you know, I kind of want to, uh, you're praying about going forward, who does God bring in your path on a daily basis, but also like looking back and, and really being thankful and really maybe even letting those people know that, yeah, thank you for the example that you've modeled along the way. Yeah and for pouring into my life or the thing, you know, for being um, someone that helped pass the torch to me kind of thing. Because yeah. there, there have been people that, you know, really stand out along the way. So I, I really want to, sure. along with challenging people to really pray about who is God bringing into your life every day or who is God really challenging your heart to really pour into. Uh, but also mm-hmm. looking back and really taking time to pray for those that have poured into you or really, you know, thank, maybe take time to thank them, um, kind of thing. Um, but also, um, just has really take time to pause and ask God, how are you wanting me to pass the torch? Because I think, you know, now more than ever, um, we, we really need to see, um, the church come together in unity and we really need to see, um, the, you know, people coming together to help one another. We need to see unity and peace. And, and I think it's a chance for the church to really rise up as an example in, uh, in our yes. truly broken world all over the place. Yeah. Um, so true. And it's something great that we can pass on. So. For sure. And so I think that's a great for people to think about that as they find, find their minute, before they find their minute, to really think on those things. And even looking at Titus 2 is like a, not a checklist about all the things you have to do, but I think really the focus is how it rounds it out, showing, being a model of good work and showing that with integrity and dignity, you know? So what does that look like for you? How can you pour into other people's lives, be thankful for who's poured into your life and just some things to think on as 901, we want you to find your minute.